So welcome to another episode of Nerdy and 30. Uh, I am your host, Doug. And today we actually have someone who's different. Someone who's not quite Lars. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Just slightly. Slightly not Lars. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my name will be for the show. Slightly, slightly not, not Lars. Yeah, slightly not Lars. Uh, <laughs> also known as Monroe or... James, yeah. people call me. So, unfortunately, uh, Lars, uh, if you guys were listening last week, he mentioned all of his woes uh, on his New Hampshire home, and they extended into the podcast recording evening, and he's currently dealing with <laughs> a bunch of shit tonight. And oh, uh, unfortunately, because of our busy schedules, we can't record any other times, uh, but even though it feels like I'm cheating on him, he knows that I love him. So we'll be okay. I promise I'll be gentle. <laughs> I won't ruin him. <laughs> Trust me, there's not a lot of tread on these uh, tires anyway. So Riding slicks. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just pick up some of Lars' duties. Um, so we are Nerdy and 30. This is a podcast about what it's like to be in your 30s and conversationally nerdy. Uh, really, our goal is to entertain, make you laugh, relate, and be a little nostalgic. We will slowly become more intoxicated over the course of the episode, so we hope you have fun hanging out with us today. Already started. Also, this podcast is not for kids, so earmuffs. Muff. Muff. Yeah, fuck shit. Balls. (laughs) Uh, So, we'll go first. You know, we'll we'll just jump first right into the Today in History and Podcast Fuel. So, real quick, 2003, we got Saddam Hussein... Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Uh, I remember. That's the year I graduated. That's how nerdy and 30. Oh, yeah. In my 30s, I am. (laughs) Monroe is a certified 30-something-year-old. 36 currently. Yeah, he's up there with us. Uh, My daughter's a senior in fucking high school. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, dude. You could honestly, if no one knew, you could be certified 40. Yeah, I'm almost there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we won't talk about that too much, though. <clears throat> Triggers. Oh, uh, and then uh, 2019, uh, 16-year-old climate activist Greta Thunberg was named Times Person of the Year. Oh, I remember her. Yeah, she's still around. I about that. 2019, yeah, she was 16, so that means she's 18 now. So she's still a youngin'. She is a also a senior in high school. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. Your daughter yeah. and Greta could be Came friends. back full circle already. Yeah. We just started. Yeah. <laughs> and then my podcast fuel today is what I grabbed out of the fridge, which is the Sledder's Choice Brooklyn Brand Winter IPA is a red IPA. I drank that just the other day for the first time. The, the Sledder's Choice. I had that just the other day. That's actually pretty fucking yeah. uh, tasty. I'll tell you, this is the first time I've had it. Um, It's a little bitter. But uh, you know it's it's an IPA, so it it tastes like grapefruit, like like an IPA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like an yeah, IPA. It tastes like an IPA, and it's from Brooklyn. Surprise! So can't yeah. hurt. Yeah, you gotta love the local. Yeah, much easier to get it from the fridge than actually to like commute two hours to Brooklyn, even though I'm on Long Island, to <laughs> to go to the brewery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you? What are you uh, sipping on tonight? So. My fuel tonight is uh, 
doing some uh, small batch bourbon. Oh, nice. Uh, Bib and Tucker, which is age six years, 92 proof. Ooh. Uh, it's a very, it's pretty tasty. It's a new favorite that a lot of people uh, go nuts for. I like it. I won't say it's one of my favorites. Like, it wins awards and stuff, so it's pretty solid. Um, it's good. It's got a nice bite to it. You can definitely taste, like, some of the spices in it, you know, like the caramel and whatnot. It's got a nice warm end. Oh. Uh, I guess is the way of saying it. Everybody likes a warm end. Get You know, you get a nice little warmth in your chest at the end of it. Yes. That's always good, especially on these winter nights. Having a little, having that warm feeling, warm feeling in yeah. your chest. <laughs> yeah, I drank all my beer last night during uh, my stream last night. Oh, and why don't you tell listeners, so what do you stream? All right, so I'm a, a variety gamer, I guess is what they call it, on Twitch, which would be uh, twitch.tv slash MonroeBot. The Owen bot is a zero. And just so they know, how do you spell Monroe? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not a lot of people know how my name is spelled so weird. So it would be like M-U-N-R-O-B-Z-O-T uh, on there. And last night I was drinking Blue Point came out with a Coquito Stout. Oh, Coquito's so good. Yeah, I came out with a Coquito Stout. And it doesn't say on the can, like, the percentage and stuff like that. And I started drinking it last night. And then, like, halfway through, like, the thing, I was like, how much is in these? Because I was starting to feel, like, nice. You know what I mean? I was like, how much is in this? And I looked it up. There's 11% per can. Wow. I was like, oh, my gosh. How many gosh. cans did you have? Four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was lit. <laughs> I was lit. Uh, and what, what game were you streaming? Uh, last night we were playing Smite, which is a, a like third person like MOBA type game. It's it's a, like, like a it's like kind a of like top what down? League of Legends is. It's not top down, so it's over the shoulder. It's uh it's played a little bit differently. It's like the same things that you would do in something like League of Legends and stuff like that, except it's played over the shoulder, so like skill shots are a little bit more of a thing in it and whatnot. Oh cool. Awesome. And it's very toxic and very <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like any MOBA. Uh it gets real hairy and it gets real crazy. Nice. Good stuff. And how often do you stream for our viewers, so if they want to check you out? Uh, normally, I like to... Uh, well, I've only done so far a Tuesdays recently. Mm -hmm. Tuesdays at 8 o'clock, uh, East Coast time. Normally, I would be doing three days a week, but I've had a lot going on in my family recently, stuff like that. So I've only lowered myself down to Tuesdays. All right, cool. Uh, and I'll be jumping back up. I've been popping up here and there. All right, awesome. So everyone definitely make sure to check out uh, Monroe on Twitch. If you just want to watch me get drunk with a bunch of friends and play video games, it's what we do. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> this way, when you're home alone, you won't really be alone. Yeah, there you, there go. you go. Always come out and hang out. Yeah. Uh, awesome. And then do you have any handles on uh, on Twitter or Instagram for people to... Uh, Twitter would also be Monroebot, same spelling. Mm -hmm. uh and then Instagram is also the same thing. Nice. Uh, right across the board. My Instagram, I mainly just use to post that I'm going to be going live, like in the stories. Otherwise, the rest of it is my vinyl collection. And <laughs> well, it's always appreciated. And just me, like, hanging out with my daughter and whatnot. That's pretty much all it is. Cool. People, well, we got music lovers that listen to us. So they'll definitely want to check out to see what you got in your vinyl collection. Yeah, I definitely got some uh, crazy stuff here and there. Nice. On there. And I got some new stuff recently, so there is some new posts for vinyl on Good there. Good stuff. All right, so everyone just make sure to check them out. Monrobot everywhere. 
coming to a theater near you. So, just <laughs> so uh, you know, before we move on, first things first, get the fucking vaccine. Don't be a bitch. Fucking do yeah. it. Uh, or and if you already have the vaccine, get boosted. All right. If they, yeah, I'm I'm coming up on my boost time. Yeah, if you can boost uh, a car, so. you can get a booster. That's. I actually had to forego getting the booster for a little bit because I ended up having, uh, I got sick and as like a precaution, they made me do the uh, emergency antibodies. Okay. And so I had to get that done and I can't get the booster until those wear off. Oh, wow. Because apparently they'll like not work they together. They just like give you superpowers <laughs> or something? I guess they become angry coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Uh, I have to wait now. So. Uh, all right. Well, uh, so January is my uptime, and I will be going to get them once I'm Which done. one were you going to get? Um, I heard you should be doing, like, the cocktail mix, I think it is. Are they still talking about that? I'm not sure. I mean, I... So, like, if you've gotten Pfizer, they suggest getting the Moderna for the booster? Uh, I just did Moderna across the board. I got my booster yeah. uh, last week. I've, I have Fiverr, uh, Pfizer, not Pfizer, <laughs> <laughs> Pfizer across the board right now. Uh so, I don't know. I was like, if it was still a thing they were talking about where it's good to mix for the booster. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll just do the Moderna or something like that, but I don't well, know. We'll I mean, see. the Moderna one, it I've just, it just gave me a little bit of a sore arm. That was it. Yeah, that's all I had to uh, when I had gotten it done. I had the sore arm. I felt under the weather for like a little bit, and then, swear to God, all I did was take a three-hour nap, and I was fine. That's all it is. It's, <laughs> it's the miracle of being in your 30s. Power naps. Power naps. <laughs> that's what you need. It's all, all about power naps. <laughs> uh... And so what we'll do now is uh, we'll take a quick ad break. Uh, remember, a dollar a day will help you save Lars's home. So yeah. <laughs> save. Save Lars. Ad break. And we are back. Uh, it's still Nerdy and 30. Lars is still not here. Still not no, here. No, <laughs> but Monroe is. So let's uh, let's let's keep moving. We've got a good pace going. This might be the, the most accurately timed uh podcast we we do uh lars we glad still to, love you but... part of it. step up lars <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> uh, yeah i'm looking at like the previous episodes and it's it says like ed break come back in at like an hour and 10 minutes in <laughs> oh we, we like we like to chat the two of us yeah um so today uh well, this is definitely the section where this is gonna yeah definitely stretch out today today we figure uh you know since i since i got monroe here uh talk about something he and i are both pretty into which is anime and mangas uh we don't always go into it too in depth uh but this is a i'm gonna take advantage of this opportunity and treat monroe as a uh specialist in the field yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk about stuff I like definitely that read way too much yeah um, so why don't we start off first with what you are currently reading and or watching? Well, reading wise, I can go into a little bit more just because uh, I read weekly now uh, a lot of okay. stuff. So of course, you know, uh, my hero mm-hmm. on there. Uh, Got to keep up with One Piece. Right, right. Uh, same thing with uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. If you have no one started that yet, that's a absolutely fantastic one. Love Jujutsu Kaisen. So good. Uh, so we got Jujutsu Kaisen. I just recently started reading. Um, what is the name of this again? Hang on. Let me slow through here. Yeah. Okay. Sakamoto Days. What kind of, is that like a slice of life? It's a newer one. Um, it's about, it's kind of 
like badass assassin thing disguised as a slice of life. Okay. I mean, that's... So your main thing is uh, Sakamoto is the main character. He's this fat, chubby <laughs> store clerk. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the image right now. With a little mustache and stuff. And you find out that he was, at one point, the world's greatest assassin. Oh, that's too much. And, like, you know, he used to be, like, huge fit and shape and stuff like that. And he was the world's greatest assassin. <laughs> like, his speed, everything is, like, inhuman. And he falls in love and she finds out that he's an assassin, and she tells him, if you want a life with me, you can't kill anybody anymore, and stuff like that. So he goes rogue from the Assassin's Guild and raises a family. So it's him, his wife, and his daughter. And they run a little, like like a quickie mart <laughs> sort of like thing. They run. And, and it's just trouble just keeps finding him and shit like that. And so it goes hilariously into it. Because even despite how he looks now, like if, if you looked up the picture of him, yeah, I just saw he it. still can like he's untouchable still. That's that's fantastic. And so he just goes nuts, and he's got like Luffy power in the fact that some of the assassins he beats end up joining him. Oh, and so they all and they all end up working at the store. <laughs> so he keeps getting more employees, and they're all ex like deadly assassins. And other assassins keep coming and are like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> That's phenomenal. <laughs> and it's it's the action. The fight scenes are surprisingly absolutely phenomenal. Like, I hope this gets an anime because. Yeah, that sounds. It's that freaking good. It's hilarious. Uh, the action, when the action comes in, is crazy. There's some real sick villains in it, too, like messed up stuff. But, like, it's just so well done, I think. And it's I'm glad I started reading. Yeah, it. I just. It's I, still short too, so it's easy to get into right now. There's only uh, 50 chapters. Yeah, I so. just I took the note down of it, so that way I can start reading it also. So that's probably my favorite thing right now. Obviously, despite you know, uh, One Piece going mm -hmm. amazingly. Facts. Uh, even though it's about to hit its Christmas break, which is upsetting, <laughs> which means we're going to get like three weeks of no updates. Uh, yeah, that's that's what gets me. Like, whenever I read, whenever actually I watch an anime, and I always know. Generally, with animes, you can always assume the rule of thumb is that the manga is ahead of the anime, Correct. and for except for rare instances with, um, you know, like Dragon Ball Super, where at one point the the anime was ahead of the manga, um, yeah, and you know sometimes you get like extra filler stuff like with Naruto or like Boruto where the yeah. manga and the anime aren't one hundred percent lined up, um. Or then you get the sad situations like Trigun and the original uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Where they don't want to wait for it and they just make up stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, but <laughs> so it stops following. To me though, Tri Trigun was fantastic for me. Trigun was yeah. fantastic. Have you ever read Trigun? Though? I have not, and it's going. I. It is something I reckon. If you love the show, it's not going to ruin the show for you, but like, so much actually happens. So is it a situation where? Things are <clears throat> things are left out of the anime that make it a more fuller story in the manga. Not even just that. So it goes literally the route that Full Metal Alchemist, the original Full Metal Alchemist, did, where it followed it to a mm -hmm. point, and then you know there was the manga ended up going on a break, and stuff like that, and like um, they were just like, well, we're not gonna stop. Yeah, like we're gonna make up how the rest of this goes. You know what I mean? Like type right. thing. So a lot of the stuff. So I want to say. It follows it almost exactly up until, um, what was his name? Uh, Elgato Blue Summers? The saxophonist? 
no, the one that can like kill people just by looking at them and shit. Oh. Uh, Elgato. He wears like the spikes on the shoulder with the skulls on it. I think it was Elgato Blue Summers. I think this is his name. He does hang out with the saxophone guy. Okay. But he's basically uh, Knives' uh, right-hand man. Okay. So when Elgato Blue Summers shows up, which is also where everything takes like a massive turn in the story. Oh, no. Oh, uh, look out. For some reason, Legato. Legato. That's what it was. I, Legato. I was like Elgato. I'm like I'm typing it in, and I'm like Elgato doesn't make sense. <laughs> it it's like coming up right. with capture cards. Little little dyslexia. Yeah. <laughs> Legato. Yeah, that makes more sense because it's music. Legato. Yeah, Legato Blue Summer. Okay, yeah, no, I recall that guy now. Yeah, who's one of my favorite. You know, he's a boss ass uh, looking dude. Protagonist. Yeah, he's crazy. Uh, so when he shows up, that's basically where the. The, man, the anime kind of takes like a turn and starts taking liberties with the story mm -hmm. to go their own route. Like the whole uh, Knives Vash fight. Yeah. Like for the ending of the, like that doesn't happen at all in the. In the manga? In the story. Yeah. See, that's that's what's crazy to me because like I remember watching the anime and I, at the time I didn't, I, I wasn't like aware of the fact like, oh. There's animes and mangas, and animes are based yeah. off the mangas. Like, at the time, I didn't know about that. I was just, like, a little kid watching this on, like, Toonami, you know, or, like, Adult Swim. So, that's what I, I also realized that there was also, you know, Full Metal Alchemist and then Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. But, uh, yeah, so that's crazy yeah. to think because like, it was still good, though. It was still really good. Like, we'll put it this way. Um, the – I lost your video feed. What did I just do with it? Oh, there it is. So I think the anime was what, like 97, 98, somewhere around there? Yeah, it was It was way back. I think when it came out. <laughs> That's ter terrible. The that manga sounds. didn't end until 2007. Wow. Yeah. So it like it really went much further. It went balls to the wall is what it did. That's that's insane. That's all right. So I got to I got to read that then. It's yeah. So there's the first two like omnibuses you can get, which is just called Trigon. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is kind of what actually gets followed uh, in the anime. So a lot of that's going to seem familiar. Okay. But then there was like that long break, and the author brought the series back uh, as Trigun Maximum, and that's like the rest of it. Oh, okay. Okay, I do recall seeing Trigun Maximum. Yeah. yeah, so the rest of it is called Trigun Maximum. Okay, cool. And that is fan-fucking-tastic. One of my favorite... Favorite, favorite, favorite mangas of all time. It was, it's still one of my favorite animes of all time, regardless. I'm, I'm literally still absolutely fantastic. It down on my to-do list. But yeah, oh, so good, so good. All right, awesome. I got that down. I am going to read those. Uh -huh. I'm gonna have no life. Oh my god! Yeah, just talk to me, and I'll just. <laughs> ruin your daily to-do list by yeah well i mean like i'll sit here i'll have my <laughs> laptop like on my computer screen right here and then i'll have my work laptop and i'll have my personal one over here and right now i'm catching up on jujutsu kaisen because okay, i yeah. was like i don't want to wait for the anime yeah no because you don't know when it's going to come right. back like <laughs> and i was just like let me let me read it so i started from the beginning again and kind of what actually piqued my interest originally was I saw a panel from the anime, from the manga, posted on, like, some post on Instagram, just kind of showing the, or maybe it was Reddit, showing the difference between the anime and the manga. And, like, yeah. in the manga, when um, when Itadori, like, 
comes back to life the first time. Yeah. He's just like, my balls are out. <laughs> and but like yeah. in the anime, he's just like, I'm naked. And I'm just like, oh, cool. Yeah. So this is what the yeah. It's definitely more crass. Yeah. So I'm like in the, that uh... instantly instantly drew me. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be a little, yeah, like more crass. So I started reading it from the beginning, and honestly, it's one of those ones where I had no problem rereading the story, even though like I'd already watched it. It was like yeah. it was that good. Oh my god, what is it? The brolic guy from the other school? Oh yeah. Um, him in the manga. What kind of man are you? <laughs> what kind of woman do you like? an ass man, and I need to know why. Yeah, I don't know why I'm... So I know how badly I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so good. And they just, like, made it in the the manga. Like, what kind of girls do you like? Whether they're loud or quiet. It's like, no, he asked, like, are uh, you a it, tits and it, ass is man? Is it Jogo? No, Jogo's the bad guy. Jog- yeah, Jogo was the fire guy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Um, well, I'm looking it up really quick. Just so... Cause it's bothering me. He's he's hilarious. He is, he is so fucking funny. He's super funny. And... Where is he? Show yourself. Uh, just a, the a, whole Toto. when he first That's comes and he's training with Itadori yeah. is like the funniest yeah. thing. Where like he also gets it in his head that they were best friends at I one know, point, I love even it. though they just met. He's just like it's... best old friend <laughs> Yeah, Aoe Toto. It's so is his funny. No. But yeah, no, he's good. And honestly, so once I uh got past where the anime is at right now and i'm okay. reading beyond it so i'm not completely done um so i'm at the point where not to do any spoilers i'll just say that uh itadori and um and megume megumi they're looking for uh they they just found an ally uh on okay. the rooftop they had to uh... fight him Fight Club? Yeah, yeah, Fight Club. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, so just past the Fight Club, and they just entered the domain, the the, the zone. Okay. okay. So I'm okay. right over there. So that doesn't spoil anything for anyone. But holy shit, this... The Halloween arc. This, dude, this... the Yeah, dude, the Halloween arc. The Halloween arc was... That was insane. Holy this, fuck. The, the manga <laughs> took such a crazy turn. Also, the flashback with... Uh, but uh with uh how do you say his last name uh Fudigoro? um Fushiguro oh, Fushiguro yeah. with uh to uh to, to... shadow puppet guy basically yeah, yeah well no what's his name Toki or Tori basically Megumi's dad yeah yeah, yeah. um when he was fighting and stuff like that that whole arc was crazy too yeah, I was like, where it showed like where they came from, and you find out how what's his name got some of those powers that he exactly. has. Exactly, I was just like everything like that. I was looking at that, and I'm like, I really cannot wait for to see what this would look like animated. Yeah, there's a lot of fights in that that I yeah. can't wait for. Very good because they did really well on the fights mm-hmm. that they've done so far. In yeah, the... I've been liking the the animation style is really good. It, it really suits yeah. the. Uh... I love the ending. Oh yeah. It's just them like just like dancing and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like fucking Jogo and everyone. Oh my god. So yeah. good. So good. I was I was vibing to it. And the, the Also Dude, the, the This might be the The theme song for the biggest intro. so good. Anime protagonist ever that might outdo Kakashi sensei. Oh, um oh yeah. Cause he's he's like timeless, basically. If we're thinking of the same person. Uh you know the the, the main uh what the hell's his name? Yeah, well he has a few. Um, hold on, I'm str- 
scrolling through the list, so I have the name in front. I I, I read so much that I get lost on like character names sometimes. Yeah. Um, Gojo. Gojo. Yeah, Go- Gojo. The guy who's uh teaching uh Itadori. Oh, oh, you said protagonist. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking. Oh, I mean, I'm like, sorry, I'm thinking antagonist. Yeah. My bad. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, Satoru Gojo. I feel like. Yeah. Rivals hands down uh kakashi Kakashi sensei for best sensei oh yeah absolutely so hands down like he is let me turn my light up a little bit here he is phenomenal like he is i absolutely fell in love with him oh yeah no everyone's really like everyone's super into it like i um you ever watch uh was it king christian or whatever it is like he has like his instagram page he like he dresses up like different uh manga characters oh i might have seen stuff yeah yeah he's pretty funny uh but yeah the Gojo is like definitely up there now, because especially because of all the parallels between him and Kakashi already physically. Physically, yeah, like he's he's like Eisen level. <laughs> yeah, of badass. Um, but yeah, for some originally I was thinking you were talking about uh Suguro, uh Geto. Oh, okay, yeah. You know who goes by a few different names once you uh. Because he's yeah he's technically yeah yeah stuff he's he's, he's other stuff. things, um. But yeah, um, yeah that that manga really was it's it was taking off. It's I'm reading it like chapters upon chapters a day. Not I'm not yeah. productive at all. It's fantastic. It really and then is. you know, speaking of that, I'm like freaking. Also, you meant you mentioned One Piece. I'm still trying to catch up to the manga. I'm like I'm thinking I'm in the 800s now for the chapters. Okay, you're getting there. yeah, dude. It it's been an uphill battle. I'm on chapter 796. I finally. Finally finished the uh, Doflamingo. Um, oh, the Dressrosa arc. Dressrosa arc, yeah. Just finished it. Which was that thing was so it long. It was such a long arc. By the end of it, I was it like, it was so good at the same time. Mm-hmm. But there was parts during it where I'm like, holy shit, this is still going. Yeah, it was like I would. It was like borderline <laughs> watching Goku like form the spirit bomb. Like it's that yeah. many episodes. But way much more. Yeah, content. no, it was it it was well. Their current arc is the longest arc that they're in now. But before that, Dressrosa was the longest like arc. Like that arc was literally like five six years long. Yeah, dude, the fact that I read that now and it doesn't even feel like I'm that far into it. Yeah. And it's chapter seven ninety six. It's crazy. So I'm almost there. I think it's You're getting about three hundred more chapters, and I'll be caught up. <laughs> What was it? I think the manga just did episode 1000. 1034. For the, uh, the chapters. Yeah, that's what we're up to in the that. I meant the anime. Oh, I the anime, say, yeah. 1000. The anime just so that shows you. It's only like 30 something chapters behind. Yeah, which is also a crazy pace. They work hard on that fucking show. Yeah. That's insane. It's been going on since 99, I think. Yeah, well, it was crazy when I was reading the chapters and it was from 2008, 2009, it was, I was reading the date on the cover when I was reading the scans. Yeah. And I'm like, this is crazy. Um, okay, so you mentioned One Piece, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, you mentioned... Uh, Saka, uh, My Hero. My Hero. Um, I, I'm up to date on My Hero. Well, I don't read the manga. That's, that's the only thing. Okay. So I haven't been reading the manga. Uh. Um, I've been watching the anime, and so I know the anime is, like, on a hiatus right now. It hasn't pushed anything out yet. Yeah. Um, and then you mentioned, uh, oh, did you read the prequel, Vigilantes? Uh, no, I have not, actually. Um, I'm up to date on that. I read the manga for that. 
that okay. manga is great. I see it all the time, and I just haven't uh, watched it yet. Yeah, at definitely all. recommend reading that. It works really well. It's kind of cool because you're not following someone that's in the school. You're following someone who's not in the school, and basically, okay. like it sounds, you're, you're a vigilante. Um, so it's like the Batman. <laughs> of I just realized. I hope that didn't come up on this. I don't think it did, but... Someone was just trying to call me on Discord, so the ringing was just going Oh, on. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> well, I know you wouldn't have heard it, but I hope the recording didn't pick oh, it up. Oh, it's fine, because you saying. weren't talking anyway, so it can always be. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it's true, yeah. true, true, too. Ah, the magic of editing. In post. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, and then, so you, you also mentioned Sakamoto Days, which sounds really cool. Retired uh, assassin running a grocery store, basically. Yeah. Uh, and then Trigun and Trigun Maximum. Correct. So... I would definitely read those. Um, uh, now, is there anything else you want to drop? Did you read the Bleach one-shot? Uh, as I use air quotations, because if you've read it, you find out why it's a air quotation. Now, is this, did this one-shot just come out? At, uh, a few months ago. Is it the one with his kids? With his kid? There's kids in it. Oh, so it's another one. Yeah. I didn't read this one then. It only came out a few months ago. It was a very surprise thing that happened. Um, I'm going to have to look this and up. And when you reach the end of it, you find out Bleach is coming back. Well, so I know Bleach was coming back. Uh, that... So it's anime is coming back, but that's because they're finally just going to do the final arc. Oh, here it is. August They're 6th. redoing the final arc, uh, the Thousand Year Blood War. Uh, they're going to do, which I can't wait to see fucking... Kenpachi's fucking Bankai and everything like that get animated. That's gonna be nuts. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off and reading this until after we're done. Yeah, the Bleach one shot, absolutely fantastic. It's nice, and then like all of a sudden it turns into like a a prequel opening, and it's because they're he's gonna do one final arc. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because I was I was trying to go back and I think reread the ending with uh. With what happened with... It was rushed. It was sad what happened with Bleach. Yeah. Um, I think it was supposed to be... Like, he was supposed to have, like, as much time as he needed to end it. And then, like, out of nowhere in it, Jump was just like, you have five more issues. Yeah. Because that was the whole thing. And he it... had to wrap up the whole thing he was building out into five fucking issues. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I remember reading it the first time. And I don't know maybe if the scans were just incomplete... But I read through it, and I was just like, this doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, they super rushed it at the end. So what I think was a lot of uh, guys have been talking about this recently. Mm -hmm. uh, that I watch, like, people that talk about, you know, like, manga and stuff like that. Um, that in, even I thought the same thing, is they were heavily building up that Aizen was going to be the final, final boss. I mean that makes sense. And I mean they literally. When you like, see a lot of like what back. was happening, like how mad he was that Ichigo was in the uh, Soul King's throne room when he found out that Ichigo was already in the Soul Palace, and you just saw the disdain in Aizen's face and everything like that, and, like thinking like, I'm the man who's supposed to be in there, and this guy got in there before me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like his just his insane disdain, and the fact that they made him more powerful than he was. When he fought Ichigo at like the end of their thing. Yeah, well, because he he kept evolving because he still had the thing implanted in him, didn't he? Yeah, 
Yeah, so like that's the whole thing everyone has to remember is that they didn't beat him. They just sealed him. They sealed him. Yeah. <laughs> they caused enough of a ruckus to him to be able to seal him. Yeah, and the whole thing is like... And then that was it. Exactly, and the whole thing is, you know, he literally adapts as it goes along. So it just happened to be that Ichigo was so overwhelming that he couldn't evolve fast enough, and he was able to defeat yeah. him. But now he's evolved past that. And I mean, obviously, yeah, Ichigo is more powerful than he favorite was. favorite part is when they go to visit him in the fucking prison, and he turns the key on one lock, and next thing you know, Aizen's talking to him, and he has the... The lock over his eyes undone. The one over his mouth is undone and everything. Mm -hmm. And he opened three seals on his own just from the one seal being opened. Yeah, it was... Yeah, he's definitely a, a good he villain. Is so, so Death Battle just did an episode that was Madara versus Aizen. Oh, I didn't watch that one yet. And I have to... It just came out like two days ago. Uh, and I have to say, it was the first time I completely disagreed with Death Battle. They had Madara win, didn't like, they? Like, oh, Hard disagree. Yeah, Madara won, and that's what pissed me off. Yeah, it's because there's. I don't think there's a chance in hell that anyone can beat complete hypnosis. Yeah, I mean, also, I just like just the just the Zampactu's power alone. Nobody can beat that. That's what was the most OP broken thing. The, I agree. I mean, the whole thing is, it's. You, if you look at the world of Bleach versus the world of Naruto, it, one is grounded in reality to well to a certain extent. Correct. But yeah. you're not dealing with the heavens. You know, you're not yeah. you're not dealing with gods until you get to the point where you start dealing with aliens. And also, they low key were just yeah, like like where it's at now with fucking yeah. the aliens. Yeah, going they were, on and, and also they were just like low key like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, aliens are the reason why you all have powers. <laughs> And we just yeah, it's like, hey, guess what? We just rolled with it. I think I, that was. I, I realized it after the fact. Like, I just went with. Yeah, that. like when they when they finally showed like Kagura, yeah, and it was like, oh, she's a demon lady, and then I was like, ha, just kidding, she was an alien. <laughs> Psych, she came from <laughs> above, not below. Q X Files. Theme. Yeah, <laughs> they were right. Um, but yeah, I mean, the whole thing is like, with 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 Bleach, it's you're dealing with heaven and hell more or less. Yeah. So. It's hard to even fathom the idea that someone that's mortal could deal with someone who's yeah. ethereal. So, like, so even the fact of Madara being in like you know sage, you know seven paths mode and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. he's got the Renagans that are supposed to be able to see anything. I can understand that he can see. I understand that he can see eyes. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I understand that because there is the jitsu that goes with the paths. You know, the Renagan that mm -hmm. is the spirit world. You know, the the thing where you can take somebody's soul and stuff like right. that and, like, damage people down to the soul and stuff. I understand there's that power, which is exactly what Aizen is. He's a soul. So I get the fact that he could hurt Aizen. Right. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? That makes sense. I understand that. He could hurt Aizen. Okay. But being able to touch Aizen is the part I don't understand. Well, I mean... Because, A, he's human. If you remember in the Soul Society arc, not even, you know, way later on, like the Soul Society arc with Aizen and everything like that, when he went back to Korokora Town, mm -hmm. Karakora, whatever you yeah, yeah. pronounce it, when he goes back to there and people, he would just walk past humans, they were turning to dust because of just his sheer, like the power of like his Reiatsu and everything like yeah. that. His sheer power was 
killing people just in proximity of him, turning them to dust. And it even happened to Soul Reapers, because if you watch like the uh, when they read about them putting him down there in the prison, how many uh, other Soul Reapers died just bringing him into the they prison. they weren't strong enough. Because they weren't strong enough to, even with him completely sealed up, his Rayatsu pressure was still so enormous that people were fucking disintegrating and trying to bring him into the prison. Like, yeah, that's next level. He's on a complete another level. Uh, Thousand Year Blood War arc, the final arc. He fights, you know, the super Yawak, who at that point absorbed God, basically. Yeah, the and Soul King. Who, but it was so weird because they were just like the Soul King's just like more. This guy that's just there. Yeah, he's like he he doesn't really do it. He's like a he's like a he just a needs to be there for the balance of the yeah. world, is what it is for the balance of the three worlds is what he just needs to be there yeah. for. Otherwise, everything gets destroyed. Yeah, it's kind of, it's literally just like he's the the door stopper. Yeah, like he's a he's more of a symbol than anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you know, and then he like he has the power with the eyes everywhere and shit like that. He can see into a thousand futures. Yeah. He can see into every like future every second, and prevent it. Yeah. Every second, he can see into a thousand futures. And Eisen's complete hypnosis worked on him. Yeah. And you're going to tell me Madara, <laughs> who, despite how OP he fucking was and the Renagans are and everything like that, you're going to tell me that he was able to see through the fucking, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. No. Complete hypnosis? No, I can understand him. Like if it was like a gen, like an eye genjutsu, you know what I mean? Like Madara's genju- eye genjutsu is so enormous that you know he could see through all other genjutsus. Like you can't trap him in a genjutsu. Right. But it's not just your eyes. Like it's all your senses. Complete control of all your yeah, senses. Man. It's like this: the second you see his bankai, it's over. Not even the bankai. Yeah, the, the, no, the moment he unsheathes the sword, and you look <laughs> at the sword. It's over. And the worst part is he could pull out his sword, make you see it, but then also make you think you never saw his sword in the first place. So you would have never known you were already underneath it. Yeah, that's... And he pulled that off for a hundred fucking years against all of Soul Society. (laughs) Everyone was under it and they didn't know for a hundred fucking years. Yeah, man. I'm a little, I'm a little <laughs> perturbed. That I apologize. No, it's good. Derail. No, it's good. I, <laughs> about I like me it. being angry. But the thing is, like, battle. I don't even disagree with you. Love the guys. Love the guys who do death battle. Love a lot of the episodes. Yeah. No. I agree with most of what they do, but this was one of the biggest times that I was like, Nuh-uh. no, yeah, not a fucking chance would this have happened. Yeah. Because I don't believe anyone in almost any manga or anime can defeat Aizen. I feel like he was that OP. Even I don't think there's a soul that can Goku? be out there. Don't even get me started on the Goku one. Because <laughs> the Goku Superman thing, I still have arguments with people over that, and it's just, I hate fucking Superman, but there's not a chance in hell that Goku could wipe Superman. See, that's interesting. Uh, and I hate Superman, but I can admit this. <laughs> but see, I and I, I disagree. I think... Did you watch the death battles on those, though? I have not. Uh, the Goku versus Superman one, I have not. So here's the here's where it goes wrong. Sure. Granted, granted, uh, everyone could always bring up the thing. It's two different universes. Power scaling is different in both those universes. You know, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, there is actually math to Dragon Ball. There's math or there's just meth? There's actual math. (laughs) So there's a thing called the Dragon Ball 
The Dragon Ball Tao is an actual book that's out. Okay. And it's created by the creator of Dragon Ball, where he talks about base form powers, and then he actually talks about every level of Super Saiyan and what times the previous uh, power level, this level is over that. Okay. So, like, Super Saiyan right. is times blah, 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 yeah. base. Yeah, no, I recall Super that. Super Saiyan 2 is times blah, 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 Super Saiyan right. 1. You know, so far and so forth. So there's actual math to it. So you can actually calculate how strong Goku them are. But then they brought up the greatest thing ever is that Superman has no ceiling. There is zero ceiling on Superman. Superman's only ceiling is not wanting to destroy the world. No, I mean, I I get what you're saying there. Yeah. So, like, uh, so... The greatest thing they came up with at the end, they actually took Superman out of death battle. He's not allowed to be in death battle anymore. They did the two episodes with him, which both of them were versus Goku. Because then after uh, Resurrection of F came out and all those movies. They had to do it again. People were bothering him so much like, oh, what about Goku now? Now that he has God power and, and, you know, now he has the blue hair. You know, he's so much stronger now. So they did an episode just to show you that no matter what, Superman wins. So, I mean, but but that's... uh... (laughs) I don't know, man. They had, you know, they tried, they used the mangas and stuff, and they do the math, and they showed, like, Goku's, like, largest, like, feat of strength. Right. You know what I mean? And then they showed Superman in a fucking thing where, also, they used post, they were very strict on what they used for Superman. Okay. So, A, they only used base form Superman. Not like, post, not like gold Post crisis. So, they used base form Superman post crisis. Okay. So, because there is, like an Omega Superman version. Um, I forgot what the fuck the name of it was. It was like a mini comic series of like a what if future mm-hmm. where Superman outlived everybody on the planet. You know, all his friends, all of the super friends, everybody like that. Uh, the only other people who were still alive with him in the new future of the world was, you know, the other super, the other, you know, Kryptonians right. uh, that are on the planet. So he leaves Earth to them and goes, I need to fucking find myself, basically. You know what I mean? The love of his life has been dead for hundreds of years. Is that is that blah, the blah, one blah. where he sits in the he like stays where in the sun? Where he sits in the fucking the center of the sun for three thousand years. Right, and he comes out like golden Superman or something like that. So he doesn't get gold yet because then he flies through the outer rim of the universe, which is where quote unquote basically God is. Right, breaks through that wall, gains that knowledge, goes and lives with the transdimensional imps for a while weds one of them gains the transdimensional imp powers and that's when he becomes gold and stuff and then what he does is he then flies to a remote part of like the universe where there's nothing and he recreates krypton out of nothing and creates an entire solar system like a sun planets and then he recreates life okay that's how powerful he was. He recreates a life, a universe, and then also rebuilds Lois Lane, but in his image, like at like he is. So now she's a god as well. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, Superman Prime. That's actually okay. the name of that Superman movie series. Prime. Just popped in my head. Superman Prime. So they're like, if we really wanted to go nuts, we could use Superman Prime because that is a storyline from Superman. But they go, no, we're going to do a post-crisis because you look at Superman from like the 60s, 70s, stuff like that. They had him do insane shit like sneeze and knock the solar system out of whack and stuff like that. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So they're like, we're not going to use that was basically 
every artist that worked on Superman made up a power <laughs> then. So they're like, we're going to use the more grounded post-crisis Superman, and we're still just going to use base Superman. We're not even going to use, like, later on down the line Superman, Superman Prime, anything like that. They're like, we're using base Superman. And the math of, like, the power levels between him and, like, even Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan was astronomically different. Like, I'm going to watch this then. I got to go and watch it. Ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. They have Superman lifting with one finger petatons. I will read it. I will watch like, it. That's, that's like holding several planets. Petatons he's lifting with a finger. Goku can't even... Several petatons. Goku can't even get anywhere near a petaton. <laughs> well, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Like, uh, for lifting. It's, it's pretty fucking wild, and it's pretty drastic. And the fact that people argued with it was worse. Because I hate Superman, but I hate Superman for that very fact. I hate him that he's, <laughs> he's so strong. a ceilingless character. You know what I mean? But that's also what they bring up at the end. Like, as great of a hero that Goku is, Goku's story is hitting a ceiling and learning how to go past it. Right. So you're putting someone who has ceilings against someone who has no ceilings. Right. Where, like, his power is literally just however much he wants to give. Okay. And Superman, historically, in the stories and stuff like that, only gives enough power to beat the person he's against. Because he could basically Satama one-punch man people. You know what I mean? Okay. He could basically Satama, but he doesn't. All right. Your argument is valid. It's basically what it is. Your argument's valid. I give you that. Ugh. Fine. <coughs> we will revisit once I watch all that shit. Um, okay. Want to get the cork pop on the nice. <laughs> on the recording. <laughs> and then um, just real quick, I guess, uh, I'll mention some of the stuff I'm reading. So some of the things we're reading kind of fall in line with each other, which is, you know, um, Jujutsu Kaisen, One Piece, uh, oh. Bleach, um, but then I'm also I, I kind of delve. I also read uh, some manwas and things like that, and some okay. uh, like yeah. webtoons. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do the same as well. I have a two mix uh, account. Nice. <laughs> I I do. Yeah, I have I have a webtoons account. Um, so I mean, there's so there's one like I read like Tales of Demons and Gods. It's about 357 chapters. It's weird, though, because it's not really 357 chapters because they have half chapters and quarter chapters instead of just, like, going to the next chapter. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But, yeah, so that one's pretty good. Uh, That's essentially – a lot of these have, um, you know, the the idea, which is really popular now, which is Rebirth. So Tales of Demons and Gods. um, Okay. This guy gets – you know, this – martial artist who's fighting like basically the sage king uh, the sage king or whatever gets killed but then he gets sent back into time to when he was still in like school learning how to fight and then it just progresses with him changing destiny by using all the information he knows from his previous life which was hundreds of years of living to kind of uh change the flow and navigate the flow of things so that way he can have things worked out so that way when it comes time to fight the sage king he can and win okay that's almost like a dr doom 
almost. Yeah, I mean, that's... Where Doctor Doom threw himself through time back hundreds and hundreds of years so he could live and fight through those hundreds and hundreds of years to be as powerful as he is in the current time. Oh. Yeah, it's it's similar to that, except this guy did not plan it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and you you find out that the original timeline he was in was pretty tragic overall, aside from dying. Uh, you know, he, you know, the love of his life died. Some of the other people that he, like, went to school with died. Uh, like, his hometown was destroyed. Things like that. So, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. so it goes through him, like, preventing things like that. Uh, also, there's one called My Wife is a Demon King. Oh, sorry. My wife is a demon queen. So this is about a. I feel like, this I, is a, I feel like I've heard of this. So this this one is where uh, this kid, uh, who's like super smart and is like bored, gets like gets summoned to another world as the savior. Yeah. And uh, he's not sure why, because he has no magic ability, and he ends up, you know, the demon queen gets overthrown. She loses all of her powers, and then it's kind of their. Uh, their journey where they're essentially trying to get her back on the throne and while keeping her under the disguise of being a human. And you find that he has like, he has other skills without magic. He has forging skills, which basically where he utilizes stones to use, to wield their power to essentially create things from other material. Okay. Uh, And that's kind of fun. Uh, Then you've got, uh, which I didn't realize is um, an anime now. Um, Overlord. Overlord is fantastic. So I didn't I realize because like I started reading it like a while back because it got released like. Oh, let me. I'm gonna check when the first chapter came out. Um, the first chapter came out back in 2016. Uh, January 2016. I remember reading it. And I was like, oh, okay. This is kind of like a bit of a sword art thing where he's gets trapped in a video game. Yeah, correct. But then, like, by the time you get, like, deeper into it, it is has nothing to do with it at all anymore. Like, It's basically, yeah, just him trying to keep control of the world that he's in. But exactly. like that. Uh, so that that's definitely one that I've been keeping up with. Um, I've been reading the fairy tale 100-year quest. I want to have not read yet. I've watched, I watch uh, Overlord. This is one of the situations where I actually haven't read ah. it yet. I mean, it's, it's fun to read, but you know what it is? It's... It's so weird because it does jump a lot. It's also very, like, matter of a frank, like, what's happening. Yeah, exactly. So I sometimes kind of lose touch on it a little bit and kind of wheel my... It's hard to kind of stay focused when I do it. Uh, yeah. But Fairy Tale 100 Years to Quest, um, I've been reading that. There's about 96 chapters on that right now. Um, okay. Pretty good. I don't think I've checked that out. Very, yet. very uh, standard issue fairy tale, of course. And then I've also been reading Eden Zero, which also is an anime now as well. I know the name of that one, yeah. Same exact creator as Fairy Tale. And the character okay. models are recycled from Fairy Tale. <laughs> and even like Lucy and Happy are in it. Oh wow. Like okay. not not the same. But they're character. not Lucy and Happy, but they're they just They are Lucy and Happy, yeah. Uh <clears throat> so it's interesting in the sense that the main character is uh, this orphan who was taken in by the demon king, like he's a robot demon king, <clears throat> and okay. raised on a separate uh, separate planet, and then the demon king dies, and Lucy finds, um, um, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, I f- I feel so stupid. I'm forgetting the character. Like a Natsu? No. Well, he's 
he's more or less the Natsu of it, but he he doesn't okay. look like Natsu. He looks like um, who was uh, I guess we'll go with Natsu. He he basically is Natsu. Uh, okay. But I just want to remember the name of the character. Uh, Gray. No, no, no. The the character the in this. Oh, of. I thought you were trying to think of like who he looked like more. So I was just naming all the Shiki. dragon slayers. So sorry, yeah, the character in this because <laughs> I just want to name it. So his name is Shiki in this, but essentially, yeah. like, so she travel like Lucy travels with Shiki, and they go across the planets. So it's it's not like going to different towns. There are still guilds, and whatnot, and yeah. they have um, drives where they have like innate powers. It's not magic. They just have okay. like you know different. Um, different attributes like gravity or fire or if someone cries you can turn them into water that's one person's skill um one person that's pretty wild (laughs) one person can pull people into a mirror world things like that okay um so i've been reading that uh what else uh that i've been really into black clover i've been reading the manga i haven't really i haven't haven't really watched the anime uh i couldn't stand voice the anime because yeah yeah uh asta's voice, voice is, is like asta's voice i heard they calmed it down later yeah, on yeah that's series. that's what mo- everyone has told me that but that big i couldn't do it i think i got like six episodes in yeah. and i was just like i can't yeah, do this I mean, anymore and it's like Sorry, guys, it's, it's the kind it's it's <laughs> yeah, exactly and it's, it's it's the kind of uh it's the kind of manga where you read it like knowing that okay um he it was also very, very, very cookie cutter shonen. Yes, that's that's basically <laughs> what I was gonna say. Yeah, it, it you know what to expect, so you don't you don't read it expecting new things. Um, like with Eden Zero, at first I thought it was gonna be another fairy tale copy, but okay. they recently de- delved away from that, which was nice. They did like a little time gap, uh, yeah. time lapse. Uh, and then other ones worth mentioning <clears throat> that maybe not other people read the wrong way to use healing magic i love the names of so many of the stuff recently yeah so the wrong way to use healing magic is fun it's another one of those ones where you get summoned to another world but yeah, they summon so many of those yeah it's like that's the thing now uh two two people were supposed to get summoned to a world as heroes this other guy accidentally got summoned with them by accident Turns out that he has healing magic as his attribute, which is supposed to be, like, not super useful. But then it turns out he's, like, OP because he uses healing ma- Like, he uses healing magic the wrong way, which is he can inflict pain on people while healing them. Yeah. So he can essentially almost, like, torture someone. And he has, like, inhuman strength because he keeps healing his body. Okay, yeah. So it's... it's- I like... I like the stuff with... The op- like the uh, the whole op protagonist uh yeah it's it, I like it's kind of like, that's going on right now I I'm enjoying the idea of where it's someone who has a power that seems like it's not very useful for this particular um thing like for fighting yeah. you're like oh healing magic's not gonna be great for fighting because it doesn't make you strong you can't shoot fireballs yeah. but then it ends up being the most powerful useful item you know so I like those twists like uh there's that one uh is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon so i have i've seen that, that i haven't, I haven't as well i haven't watched or read that yet uh it's, it's, it's the same trope you know the guy lives in a world that's pretty much based on video games mm-hmm. so this one's not 
somebody died and ended up there. Like, it's just the world that they're in. Right. Is just they basically live inside a fucking RPG with, like, skill stacking and levels and stuff like that. Um, there's that one. There's Konosuba, which is probably my favorite shit ever. Konosuba. Have you ever watched any of Konosuba? No. That's the short name for it is Konosuba. It's a much longer name, but everyone shortens it to Konosuba. Oh, Konosubarashi? Yeah, and it is so fucking funny. That's one where the guy dies and gets put in the video game world. But he takes the god character that gave him the choice with him. So she's trapped there with him. (laughs) (laughs) But she's stupid as hell. That's funny. (laughs) And it's really good. And if you ever played RPGs, stuff like that, it's hilarious. Because some of the jokes they make is like, you'll only get this if you fucking play RPGs. (laughs) (laughs) uh, There was that one. There was... Uh, that time I got reincarnated, but like uh, that time I got reincarnated into a slime. Yeah, that one. I've been, Fantastic. I've been watching Again, that one. another super OP protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a kind of a newer one. I haven't finished watching it yet, but uh, Kumo Desu ga Nanika, or I think it's like I'm a spider, so what? Or reincarnated as a spider, so what? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I've lines. seen. Yeah, so I'm a spider, so what? Yes. It's pretty much the same fucking thing as, except she doesn't start off OP. Okay. But, like, she slowly builds herself to being OP, and it's kind of funny, too. Like, it's like a nerdy girl that died and got reincarnated as, like, a level one fucking spider monster (laughs) in a fucking video game. So she's, like, fighting for her life to, like, not die right away and just be, like, murked right away. And she's slowly leveling herself up. Nice. Yeah, uh, Kumu Desuga Nanika. That's how you say yeah. it. Um, it showed up on my little Google search. Yeah, that's a that's a fun show. Yeah, and then some that I've actually finished uh, that they're actually done. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, Magician. So that one has about five hundred twenty-five okay. chapters. Ooh. That one's a manhwa. Uh, that one on the webtoons as well. Um, well, I, I read everything on like manga panda. I added an ER at the end of that manga panda. (laughs) Oh, I know manga panda. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that before I grab things on there. Um, but that's mainly just because like I used to use like one manga.com and then that dropped. Yeah. I remember. And then there was one before that I used. So right now this is where I'm at. Okay. but yeah, magician's really good. That one I read. I broke down at one point and I started paying for shonen jump. Uh, the app, uh, it's two dollars a month. So <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong there. And and you can go back and read everything. I did it because it made it so much easier to do. Uh, when I finally decided to tackle One Piece, it made it so much easier to do. Well, once my friend was like, "Hey, why don't you just get an ad blocker for Google Chrome?" Because like when I use Manga Panda, it's like all these like pop ups and all these ads. Yeah, I got this ad, the ad blocker plus, and it literally just like took every all of it out. So now, yeah. So when I do that type of stuff, I use Firefox. Firefox has got a lot of uh, good built-in, like anti, shit yeah. all over the place. And so I do most of my stuff that's not in Shonen Jump, for instance. Mm-hmm. I'll do on. I'm, so I use Chrome for mostly everything. Like I'm using it right, right. now. But uh, for stuff like that, I use Firefox just because it has the better built-in stuff. All right, that's good to know. Or are you doing that or porn sites? You know, <laughs> it fucking blocks everything. 
Good news. Doesn't open up like a fake page real quick when you go try to click a video. That's the worst. Just saying, throwing that out there. (laughs) We all know that. We all know that. The people want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Food for thought. Not all of us are married, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. Sometimes, hey, man, there's every once in a while you got to self-service. It doesn't change. I mean, you do. It's, you know, especially now, as you're probably going to run into it a little bit more. A little Uh, bit. Not too much. While she's, uh, She's still, you know. Oh well, I'm not. Gonna, I'm no, not... yeah, no. There's gonna be. She's gonna get to the point where like she's just gonna feel weird about it. But then there's gonna be points where she also is gonna be, you know what? Fuck this. Let's just. Yeah. That's just. I did... <laughs> that's how it goes. You're still in the early stages, so you haven't hit the stages where she's, she's gonna uh feel weird about it. Well, yet. she's uh about to hit third trimester, so we're long. We'll see what happens though. Um, as she listens to this in a week, in a few days, yeah. she'll be she'll be turning red and embarrassed on her train ride <laughs> to the city. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. Uh, so, so magician. Uh, basically, there is an immortal magician who's OP. Okay. And more like a mage. Magician makes him sound corny, uh, but he just travels across the world. He's looking for a way to. You find out he's looking for a way to break the curse of immortality, and break right. break a curse of like eternal sleeping. And you find out why yeah. as it goes along. And you know he also takes on these two characters, a girl and a boy. One's naturally, of course, one is a swordsman, and one is low key, super duper powerful. Has like a spirit in her that was sealed away, kind of thing. Not, yeah. This doesn't really ruin too much, to be honest with you. Uh, and then they just kind of like travel. They fight people, uh, all these obstacles. There's a time skip, uh, and it goes forward. And it's it's honestly it was really great for fi- it's 525 chapters. It spans several years. I remember reading this when I was in college, waiting for it to finish. Yeah, no, that's free. I might jump into it just because I need a long form read right now. I'm caught up on like everything. Yeah, and then a shorter one. <laughs> so two shorter ones. I mentioned this in a previous episode. Attack on Titan before the fall. It's okay. a prequel for Attack on Titan. So if you're an Attack on Titan fan, that's always good. Um, and then, but otherwise, Ouroboros, that's only 133 chapters. And Ouroboros just follows around two guys who are essentially brothers who grew up in an orphanage. One is yeah. One becomes Yakuza and one becomes a cop. And they're both trying to track down their foster mother's killer. It's honestly really good read. I I wasn't sure I was going to be into it, to be honest with you. And I ended up just like burning through it. So it's it's a nice like, you know, less than 200 chapters. Good read. Yeah. And then my last, what should be my last suggestion? Oh, this is an old one. I actually haven't read this one in a, a while, but I should revisit it. Uh, it is called Siren. P S Y R E N. Ooh, okay. 146 chapters. Uh, this one has been completed for, I mean, the last chapter came out in 2016. I was really hoping for this to become a, an anime. Honestly, I should really look up to see if it is an anime. Hey, you never know because that might happen. Yeah, I mean, this. Years and years down the road. <laughs> this one is really cool. Uh, this one, so again, like the first chapter that came out on this was this actually this whole thing started and finished 
146 chapters within 2016, it says. Oh, wait, no, wait. I take it back. They were all uploaded in 2016 on January 19th. So which means that they were completed before that. Yeah. So I, I knew it seemed weird that they were all... Um, but anyway, uh, it follows around a couple characters where there's this weird masked character that rings a that makes their phone ring and then they all get, they get teleported and disappear. And then generally you never see that person again. So you just really hope that you're not one of the people that your phone rings and you disappear or like that you don't hear the ringing. And so finally the character that you're following around, he gets transported to that location. It turns out that you have to fight your way through and survive in order to get back to the regular world and then it kind of repeats over and over again but as the story unfolds you find out more about where you're getting transported to what the purpose of it's for etc um so that's a good read and i mean there's there's more i could recommend but honestly like we just keep going on and on and on yeah i was gonna say like if you want a good short one there's one that came out many uh a couple years ago it was in the 2010s uh jackals jackals how's it spelled so i think it's only just, like 56 chapters just as as it uh, sounds jackals yeah what? uh basically what jackals are are like assassins like you know hitmen type thing and it's basically a really dystopian future world where like organized crime families like run everything okay and like the families hire people who are called jackals to like try to take out the other families and stuff oh nice and so you follow the main guy uh Nikolai, aka the alligator, and like it's just badass fight scenes, crazy large super anime like blade weapons and stuff like that. And it's it's nutty. It's only fifty six chapters long. There's some fucking sick twists in it, and other stuff like that that happened. And it's pretty good for only being like fifty six chapters. That's pretty awesome. All right, yeah, no, I'll definitely. Uh... So it's a good quick read, I guess we can call it. <laughs> yeah, it, we're, we're, we're at the point in our lives where we consider a fifty six chapter manga quick. Yeah, well, when you're reading One Piece, and then mm. I'm up to chapter 1,034, yeah, well, 56 chapters is like exactly. sneeze. <laughs> yeah, you could you could burn <laughs> through this in a day. Just sneeze at it. Exactly. Um, okay, so at this point, let's take an ad break. Ad break. Again, for a dollar a day. Get that money. Get that money. Save Lars's house. Hey there. If you're hearing this, you've already made it through a decent chunk of this week's episode, and that's pretty awesome. Lars and I are doing our best to bring worthwhile content to your earholes on a weekly basis. That being said, it's way easier to stay up to date using our website and social media. Check us out at nerdy30podcast.com, 30 is with a 3-0. It has links to all of our social media so you can subscribe and like on every platform we're on. Or just go ahead and go to Instagram or Twitter and search at nerdy30podcast, again 30 is a 3-0, to find us quick and easy. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. We're having a blast making it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. And welcome back. Uh, this is going to be the last section after our nice long conversation about anime and manga. Mostly manga, a little bit of anime. Uh, we're going to talk about music. And um, as for any of you joining us right now have not realized, Lars is still not here because his poor house is still in disarray. Still not Lars. <laughs> and I'm here. I'm still here with not Lars. 
yeah. <laughs> Monroe, uh, Monroe Bot on all of his social media, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to nitty gritty. Just talk uh, music. So uh, I'm gonna let you go first. Uh, why don't you tell me so your music suggestions for the week? And uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, so one that I picked uh, with more within the uh, past like year or two now. I got really into like folk punk, okay, and stuff like that. Uh, one of the bands I picked was Days and Days. I believe I said it was the song uh, "My Darling Dopamine." Yes, which is a it's a fantastic upbeat song. Depressing kind of lyrics because that's just how they do. Uh, Days and Days. It's I picked that one just because it's the easier to listen to. I guess for most of their albums were like home recorded, like in a van uh, that they're on tour with, nice. and this was when they signed with Fat Records finally. Uh, Fat Mike signed them and gave them their first professional sounding record, which is what this one's off of. But it's fantastic. Like, they literally have, like, the main singer plays uh, an acoustic guitar. The other singer, who's the female, she plays a trumpet. Uh, There's a girl who plays a washboard. (laughs) And then there's a guy who plays one of those tub bases with, like, the upside down, like, metal tub with a stick coming out of it with a rope. (laughs) And they fucking go to town. So basically what they sound like is what if Leftover Crack uh, was a folk punk band. <laughs> nice. I guess is the best way of saying it. They're very gritty with the vocals and a lot of times and stuff like that. But it's really cool, really fun. I enjoy it. Uh, the joke is behind them. They call themselves Thrashgrass. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. A real fun song, everything like that. Yeah, uh, I, I was listening to it. Um, it definitely has that like very. It's almost it almost feels uh, instinctually angry, even because just how hard they're hitting the acoustic guitars, and it feels like they're going fast. Yeah, uh, he plays so fucking fast. If you watch like some live videos, I'll send you like a clip and stuff like that after this okay. uh, to watch of them perform. And I just saw them live actually beginning of October, I think it was. Oh, nice. Okay, so they're they're an actively touring band. Yeah, I just saw in the beginning of October with another really great, uh, more folk than punk band, uh, Bridge City Sinners. Okay, cool. Uh, who I debated on doing, but I didn't want to double up on the folk. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, they're like a satanic uh, folk band. Oh. Fan- they're absolutely fantastic. Libby is such a an amazing person. She's super nice and everything like that. I mean, everyone in Days and Days is super nice, too. Like, they're a really fucking fun group of people. And so I got to see them live uh, in the beginning of October, I think it was. Oh. I think it was like the first or second week of October. So I'm in Brooklyn. Oh, nice. Uh, fantastic show. It was so much fun and everything like that. A lot of energy, of course. Oh, yeah, especially... Just the whole audience singing the fuck along with everything. It was great. Fan absolutely fantastic. 10 out of 10 would do again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I could I could imagine um, people coming back, getting to see live shows now. It, it's just like such an exhilarating experience, especially especially going to like such like a, a punk punk show. I haven't been to like a real like punk show in a long time, uh, despite like the headliner being like a folk punk band. But like I said, they're pretty much like street punk, like leftover crack like type stuff, casualties, but like folk. It's wild. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> especially their older stuff. Their older stuff gets so much more uh gritty than the new stuff does awesome and then um what what album is um this 
song. Oh, yeah. Of- so this is off of their newest album. I want to say it's probably about, I think it came out like right as like the pandemic started, unfortunately. Uh, like lockdown and everything. So it's off an album called Show Me the Blueprints. It's their first album on Fat Records. Um, the lead singer, Jesse, I believe, I just saw a thing today. He has a second band uh, called Escape the Zoo that I believe also just got signed today. I think I saw the post oh, that they got signed to Fat Records Congratulations well. to them. But uh, yeah, it's off the album Show Me the Blueprints. It's their best sounding album, <laughs> I guess I could say. I love all their stuff. Like uh, Rogue Taxidermy is a fantastic album. Crustfall is a fantastic album. Uh, they just sound recordingly wise a little rougher, I guess, because like I said, they recorded it themselves and most of it was done in a van. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Because they try to live that uh, folk punk lifestyle of just traveling in a van around the United States. <laughs> right. Got to gotta stick to the roots. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Uh, well, so what do I do one, you no, do you one, get, I do you one, get you do, do one, or you get to bang out two. straight into both? Okay. And so my second choice is the complete opposite uh, world of what we're living in. And it's a uh, pretty much like a it's a an extreme metal band, uh, The Browning. Uh, I think, what song did I chose? Was it End of Existence? I think yeah. was the song I chose, the name of it. Yeah. So I chose End of Existence, which is the first track off their new album that just came out just a few days ago. Uh, also called End of Existence. So it's the title track. It's also the first track on the album. Um, so he is, this is actually a friend of mine, uh, Johnny, Johnny McBee, shouts out to him. He just has a family now, so he doesn't really, he used to stream a lot, which is how I met him. Oh, nice. But uh, he just recently had a kid and stuff like that, so he's slowed down on the streaming. But he's going on tour again. I'm probably going to see them when they come over here. I usually always go to his shows when they hit New York. Uh, one of the shows actually right before the pandemic happened, like it was in like March uh, right before lockdown occurred, uh, saw him at uh, St. Vitus, and they ran out of shirts on tour. And he actually had, uh, for me in Montana, he actually sent, had their distributors send all the shirts to Montana's house. And so we waited for these big boxes to show up uh, via UPS to then take to the show in Brooklyn with us. So they had more merch. Huh. That's awesome. <laughs> But, uh, you know, fantastic dude. It's very, he mixes a lot of like EDM and techno into the music. So it's like trance metal, I guess, is the kind of the way to say it. Uh, older stuff is a little bit more trancey. This album, he decided to go very heavy on. So there's a lot of super heavy riffs. If you like breakdowns and your chugs and just, you know, some fucking nice heavy hitting like synth bass and stuff like that, like this is definitely the stuff to listen to. They're really great. Been a winner for a while. I got into them a couple of years ago, uh, just when I used to just do all my like music exploring and stuff. And I got uh, Mike into them and stuff like that. And then Mike stumbled upon Johnny on Twitch and found out he was the lead singer of the Browning. And he was like, "Yo, my buddy showed me your album like blah 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 years ago." I'm getting that weird feedback from my microphone. I don't know if it's coming through or not. No, I don't hear it. And also, all just right. for the listeners, not to confuse uh, Monroe's mic with. Uh, the mic that Lars usually mentions and I usually mention. Different mics, but everybody knows at least seven or eight mics, so it's it can't be helped. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm using a Aston microphone. Yeah. Oh, you got you have uh, it with the interface connected to it and everything. Yeah. So I'm using a uh, we can gear whore I guess for a little bit. Uh, Pre Sonos Revelator IO24 is what I'm using. 
Nice. Uh, um, I do need a new XLR cable. This one has just recently started to act up, and I just haven't replaced it yet because I'm a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> but, yeah, no, this is pretty much your on-par equivalent with, like, an SM7B. Nice. Uh, it's a British SM7B, I guess is what you can say. Aston microphones, they're from Britain. This is the Stealth. It's a massive microphone, which Doug can see in a picture. Like, yeah, it's... Here's my hand. It, it can, it can <laughs> it, it, you know, it could be featured in a video in Pornhub. It's a chonky boy. Ooh, my camera just started messing up, actually. I just noticed half the freeze frame. Yeah, you're split. But it's, it's like a cool little magic trick. Yeah. Just reset that. Now you're, now you're completely frozen. <laughs> well, I'm fixing that. But uh, no, I love this microphone. Very high end. Like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, you sound wonderful. Uh, yeah, no, I can do like the cool like little up close and like whisper stuff and stuff like that. And everything just sounds buttery. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> So if I wanted to ASMR, I could, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we get into that. We do a little. Yeah. Let's see if I can get me, like, sipping the fucking bourbon. <sighs> there it is. There you go. A little something for everybody on this podcast. A little something for everybody on this one. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm basic with. Really out there reaching now. Uh... <laughs> I'm basic with my setup on here. Um. I'm much more practicality. Uh, yeah. I've just got my my blue Yeti, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, the Yeti is a fantastic... I used the Yeti up until I had gotten this one, actually. Yeah, I mean, I do eventually plan on investing probably in... I've always been uh, more... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I have a predisposition to go for um, Focusrite. Yeah, so I was using a Focusrite originally. I do have one, actually. I think Montana's going to buy it off me. I have a 2i2. It's in the back over there somewhere. Yeah, so I mean, I just got a a 4i4 uh, to use with my band for us to do live streams in the not-so-distant future. Yeah. And I I happen to have, like, because I was planning on, I have doing recording stuff on my own. So I have just like a slew of like SM57s and like all these other microphones. So I was just like, let me just get this. Fo- 57s are fantastic. Those are classics. They sound <laughs> so good. Such classic. And then you're like, what, like a hundred dollars or some shit like At that? least a hundred dollars a piece. You know what it was? I happened, I remember this. I was on Facebook marketplace or like Craigslist. This is like how long ago it was. And someone was selling SM57s. He's like, Oh, I, I accumulated over the years. I, I, you know, I ran a studio it's like I'm just selling them for I think it was like forty bucks a pop. Yo, they're, they're fucking workhorses. Dude, dude. I I bought four them. of them from him, and I was like, it doesn't even matter what year they came out, they're gonna fucking yeah. Work. I was like, oh, that's part about I them. Like, should I just SM7? buy all of them? And I I stopped SM57s myself. SM57s are so great. Yeah, dude, it, it's just like amazing how good they sound. I was using them just to test them out. I used uh, I think I used them as like just overheads, just for the drums, and the cymbals sounded so crisp. I'm like, I never get them to sound like this. I'm like, this is great. Uh, so I'll probably end up taking them and using them when I do my own recording. Yeah. But yeah, but right now it's just basic. I'll eventually get uh, probably a, a Focusrite, uh, just like a solo. Uh, and The solo is really good for what it is. I had gotten the 2i2 originally because that was all before live streaming and stuff like mm-hmm. that because mine's a first gen, uh, which was unfortunate because, as you know, I'm mainly a bass player and – First gen uh, Scarlets had like zero fucking headroom, 
So vocals, fantastic. Guitars, fantastic. You want to play bass through that thing? I could have everything turned down, almost zero volume on the fucking bass. The gain turned to zero on the actual interface itself and blah, blah, blah. And it just fucking clips and sounds blown out when you play bass through. Yeah, I mean, I went ahead. I purposely bought, because um, I also have a Sapphire, I have a um, Focusrite Sapphire Pro 40. Okay, so the Sapphires are great. Yeah, and even with that, I still I still purchased a, um, what the hell is it called? Um, a DI box. Okay. I still I still bought one of those to run bass through anyway. Like a Sans amp or something like that. Yeah, it's like a really stereotypical one. I literally haven't looked at it in years. That's how long it's yeah. been since I've recorded anything. So if if anyone's recording bass and they want to do bass and they want a, a fucking Scarlet, go at least third gen. I mean, second gen they got way better with, but the third gen apparently. Is, I mean, it, the price difference it's is the like, one to handle. The price difference right now, if you want to buy a used one versus a new one, is nominal. I mean, yeah. just buy the newest one. Yeah, just do third gen. You get, third gen has all the headroom in the world. It gets praises on base right yeah, now. Yeah, and you also get they also have like Type C on them now, which is like heads, yeah. heads and shoulders. So mine well. runs Type C too as well. So the only reason why I switched out to a PreSonos Revelator uh, IO24 is because of it actually has a screen on it that I can monitor on. Okay. And it's all because of live streaming. It's more towards the live streaming than it is like the recording. It also has a built-in, like I have a whole digital mix board that's actually on the monitor right here. So I can focus my levels. I watch your levels. I can watch my computer's levels like and stuff like that. So doing all that when it comes to the live streaming is so much easier without me actually having to take up more room on my desk with an actual mix board. Right. Yeah, yeah. This handles a lot of it. Well, that's, yeah, uh, that's also what I, I, I found that I liked about um... – when I was using the focus, right. Cause that was the first time I was ever like, Oh cool. A digital mixer. Because I had like, yeah, so I'm like, I'm running fucking gates, compressors, EQs, limiters, all on this signal right now and everything like that. So yeah. You, that's why it sounds so buttery. Yeah, you do. Uh, buttery smooth. <laughs> you're, you're a biscuit, my friend. You're a flaky pastry. I at one point learned how to dial in mics and stuff like that. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. So I am going to talk about my choices now. Yes. So, Hard to keep jumping off topics. No, no, no. trust. I'm this, terrible this at is this. Pa- just... This is par for the course. Our <laughs> listeners, this is this is episode twenty eight, and our listeners are very much used to us jumping around like that. That's just how we do. So okay, it's perfectly good. fine. I was really hoping I wasn't dragging this down by just being like, "Hey, guess what?" <laughs> no, no, we're right now. We're we're pretty good. We're pretty good. Um, so, uh, the first band I'm going to mention is actually just an. I changed it. It's a, it's an older band. Um, I don't think they broke up, but I just don't think they put anything new out. Uh, Chevelle. Oh my god! Classic. I them. Um, their album uh, Wonder oh, Tool Light. Hmm. <laughs> Tool Light. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> used to be the joke back in the day. But <laughs> I just remember listening um, to them and the album. You know, Wonder What's Next. That. That's the album that has clo- the closure and uh, okay. has red on it and everything like that. Yes. So that album, when I was in, it came out like when I was in like middle school and high school at that point, really. I was gonna say I think I was like a senior around that. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know how big our age gap is, but uh, thirty one. A little bit of one. Okay, yeah. So I got about five years on. Yeah, here. that makes sense. So I was probably like in seventh or eighth grade. Um, uh, but I remember whenever it came time to. You know, get because I when I was in high school, I did a shit ton of sports, football, wrestling, track, whatever. 
And before like a football game or before, especially before like a wrestling tournament or anything like that, I'd pop my headphones in and I'd play the red. That was, okay. that was the song that like got me hyped. It just kind of put me in a zone and that's fucking fantastic. It like it, it get you just reminded me about like when I was younger and played hockey and stuff. Yeah, it just like <laughs> I I would pop it in, I'd instantaneously get chills and I'd just be like ready to go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fun fact, when I played hockey when I was younger and stuff like that, my fucking get hype before the game songs. Mm-hmm. Rage the Machines Bulls on Parade. That's a good one. That's a good one. We're also talking about this was in the 90s when I played hockey and stuff. <laughs> so that was like the jam for me. That makes sense. I played that shit and I was like, burn, 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 oh, yeah, ready dude. for hockey games and shit, slapping myself in the face. That's 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 the music you used to beat people up to. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. But yeah, so as as Monroe said, <laughs> Chevelle was like tool light. So if you like tool, they were good though. They were like they were like they were like baby's first tool. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? They though? were very digestible compared to Tool. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's crazy, though, is aside from their two albums, um, uh, Wonder What's Next and This Type of Thinking uh, Will Do Us In, um, their other albums kind of sounded like each other. Like the the those two albums, This Type of Thinking. They just had like a sound. Yeah. They didn't. They, well, they didn't find their sound, it felt like. It, it the the two most unique albums they had were wonder what's next and this type of thinking could do us in and this type of thing could do us in you you'd know the song vitamin r or the clincher which was featured in madden 2005 <laughs> um i just remember listening yeah, to that. like uh, that was off of this type of thinking which was 2004 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh that's my first choice um uh, my first recommendation this week. Uh, so Chevelle always hold a nice little. Yo, they had a 2021 album. Yeah, uh, Nira TS. I listened through it. I got to listen to it again. Um, it didn't stick in my brain as much. I'll have to check it out. Uh, and then that's wild. The second band I'm going to recommend, currently an active band, young band, uh, making moves. Uh, they're from Virginia. Uh, their their name is Pulses, with a period at the end. Uh, they've played shows with some other bands that we've mentioned in the past, um, uh, with Sales Ahead, who's based in Jersey. They're cool people. Um, they've played uh, with Pulses, and uh, their singer has done a feature on one of their songs. But Pulses is a super fun band. Uh, oh, okay. I'm listening. To, I got a little bit of it going right now, actually. Yeah, they're they're definitely like a, a post-hardcore vibe, but at the same time... They're on that, on that swan train. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're on that. Yeah, exactly. And but they they bounce around so like, you know they they have a whole album out there that's literally just remixes of their songs from their album Speak Into Existence which is pretty cool, and they don't take themselves too seriously. Uh, they also make a lot of video game references, so like for example one of their albums is called Mark Four, um, and then they have another they have like uh one of their songs I think songs is called uh the Ject Shot, so if you're a Final Fantasy fan, um you'll know what that means. That's pretty cool. Uh, okay, but I just I just played through a few tracks from them. That's pretty, yeah. Uh, so they're cool people, and they, the nice thing is like they don't take themselves too seriously. They put out good music, uh, nonetheless. I hit follow and on uh, my Spotify for nice. that. And the song I'm recommending is "I Drink Juice Aquaberry Cherry" off their album Bouquet. 
the main reason I'm picking this song is because this is like it's a fun song. It it demonstrates what they do, and at the same time, <laughs> there's a nice little uh, interlude in there that they um, that was literally just like made up that they they made up on the spot when they did it, and <laughs> it like it's like so like it's like subtle. It's like almost like an R and B like kind of vibe when they do it. It's like I'm trying to find it right yeah, now. Yeah, I I forgot where it was in the song. I think it's a little later on. Um, I'm gonna sit there and find it with you. Ooh. Oh, you'll probably find it first. Found it. Nice. It's like a it's it's like a talking part. Yeah. Yeah. He's at like a buck thirty-five. Yeah, he's just like he just like you like pineapple juice. It's like meow meow meow. Exactly. It's it's like, the fucking yeah, like reverb I on like the guitars and everything. Juice. You like apple juice? Yeah. You like cranberry juice? No, not really. Uh, you know who I should have brought up since I just got one of the vinyls and finally was uh, On the Mitre Princes because they're another Long Island band from back in the day. Ah. Well, next time. Next time. <laughs> exactly. Next time. Yeah. Because you never know. Next time I might be out and Lars might need you to sub in for me. Yeah. I'm always down to just even we could three way it. Oh, baby. <laughs> That's a good fucking just do a three way if you wanted to. Touch toes. I could always just come in. I'll come in for like the manga parts. <laughs> there you go. Like, here's our res- here's our resident manga expert. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> tag me in. Lars can fix his house while we do it. And then I tag him back in. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh so yeah, so pulses, that's uh that's my second choice. I mean honestly the whole <sighs> album bouquet is great. Uh they dropped they put out a lot of fucking content. Uh you know, in the last few years. Uh, they did the speak. They put out "Speaking to Existence," which uh, back in April 2020, and then they put a remix out in July 2020. Uh, That's kind of cool. And then and the remix is super laid back, chill. It is not post hardcore, swancore at all. So oh. it's it's definitely a cool, explorative. Uh, yeah, I think the first song I put on for them was a uh, Louisiana Purchase, and that was very swancore. Yeah, that's that's one of their singles. Um, great song, also. And then they have another song, another album called Speak Less, uh, which they put out. Um, is that? Yeah. And that one also is a great album, too. I mean, it's just the, the they've been putting out good content. There's nothing to dislike. You know, I dug it so far. I'm definitely going to uh, play some of that after this and whatnot. Yeah. So definitely check them out. So uh, on my end, it was Pulses and Chevelle. And on Monroe's end, it was Days and Days and The Browning. Uh, pretty good eclectic set of options. Yeah, I definitely have to say so. That's out there. Like we, we all we swung for the fences. Yes, uh, <laughs> that's what we did. Yeah. Well, well you know, a little was? bit of fucking everything on that. When you when yeah. you, when you went for when you went for such big changes, I was like, let me let me make sure I do the same thing. Just jump out like yeah. that, yeah. Because I would have, my original plan was to do, but like, oh, I just saw Days and Days and I just saw Bridge City Centers live. And I was like, let me do them. And I'm like, mm, it's kind of very close to the same category. Yeah, I was I was going to use uh, Pulses and Body Thief. Okay. But uh, yeah. I felt like, especially since you were kind of being a little more varying, I was like, let me, let me do that too. Because Pulses and Body Thief, uh, they're different, obviously, but there are enough similarities where you can put them within the same post-hardcore genre. So yeah. I'll, I'll use I'll use Body Thief next week. Surprise, okay. everybody! You now you know what's happening. 
Spoiler Spoilers. alert. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and then next week we'll probably end up talking about, because um, I didn't get to play it yet because it took uh, like an hour to download, uh, the Halo cam- Halo Infinite campaign. Oh, I just so I've been playing the multiplayer. Same, same. I'm level. I think I'm in the forties now. Oh shit! You can level up. <laughs> I guess I, I haven't been playing four. it enough. I think I'm level forty uh, right now. Currently, I have a couple different armor sets and whatnot. Oh, you bitch. Uh, playing a lot with uh, Moose and uh, Stefan. Oh, nice. Stefan is uh, Stefan's really fucking good at it. I mean, he's an Xbox kid. Is this uh? <laughs> so. Do you need to have the? Do you buy the battle pass in order so you can level up, or is it still I free? I did get the battle pass just so I can get more items while leveling up because I knew I was going to be playing it with people, okay. so I just said, fuck it. All right. At that point. Cool. I think the having the battle pass costs like 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not particularly expensive. I just read about the fact that the battle pass was a little uh, wonky. Oh, it's it's uh, it's crawling, <laughs> I guess is the best way to yeah. say it. The wake, like, you can do amazing, go like 32 and 3, and win the match, and you're getting just as many fucking experience points as the people you just shitted on. Like, there's nothing yeah, it's, for it's like, performance. It's like ex- there's it's, no performance-based experience points. It's literally just experience share from Pokemon Red and Blue. It's literally just how much experience you get for doing a match in general. There's no win-lose experience. Uh, and there's also the main chunks of experience to build is by completing your fucking dailies and weeklies. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what the I only heard. way to go further in the fucking thing, and it's stupid. Like, there's no performance base, which there should be, because if you win thirty three and two in a fucking match, you should make more than the person that went like you get a little oh, bit of bonus. The person you fucking shitted on the whole time. <laughs> agreed. Yeah, agreed. Instead of making the same amount of experience points as, as the person who just spawned in and didn't play, you know? Facts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I played the multiplayer a bit. Um, I just haven't had a lot of free time in the last few weeks um, due to just, like, things going on with the family. Yeah, I mean, understandable. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it was fun. It it felt like I was, you know, playing back when I was, like, playing Halo 2. It, it was it was uh, pure. It was, yeah, no. I had a good time. It was also from everything I've been playing and stuff like that. It was a nice uh, change of pace of things, I guess you could say. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, I, I was going from I was playing a lot of Super Smash Bros. and then I was also playing a lot of Destiny. So I just started playing Smash Bros. again recently. Yeah, nice. Just recently, I brought out Panana, uh, Piranha Plant, mm-hmm. and I was beating some really fucking good people with him. So I'm like, yeah. Well, they they just uh, they just helped out Piranha Plant a little bit um, in the latest update, like the final update, basically. Yeah. They 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 changed the balance a little bit, so Piranha Plant I think got uh, either they, a little bit more about... armor or a little bit more reach, something like that. Maybe about a week or two ago. Yeah, I think it was. That's that's when it came out. Yeah, like thirteen point one was the update. Yeah, I played. Uh, I had played uh, with a bunch of people who were really fucking good at it, and it was just because I know the guys and stuff. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I haven't played. I was like, I haven't literally played this in like almost three years. Like last time I played was with you guys. So think of the last time that I was there. Yeah, dude, that was a while because I haven't played with anyone <laughs> in the longest time. Think about that, and then that was the last time I played. So, yeah, that's... and then I jumped back in and I did well. I did better than I thought I was going to do. And then it was, I think I maybe won two matches and stuff like that as Piranha Plant. So Piranha Plant is uh, still my top guy. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, a Link purist. I, know. I like playing <laughs> bombs and boomerangs. Oh yeah, um, 
But I'll... For those of you guys that don't know, that's his name in our fucking gaming chat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's bombs and boomerangs. Yeah, man. It's it's a way of life. He means it. <laughs> uh, But, no, I'll, I'll, like, mess around. Like, you know what it is? It takes a lot of brain capacity, I feel like, to, like, go on an entire match as Link. On, like, you know, like, not not to make it sound like you're a superior like person. Like Ganondorf? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ganondorf is like, I'm going to hit them. I'm going to hit them twice. Ganondorf's <laughs> like, I'm just going to hold this and hope it hits somebody because when it does, it's going to fucking end Yeah, them. like, it's That's literally tank. what it is. It's just, I'm going to go up to a group of people and hold down this button. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, if I'm playing as, if I just want to, like, do, like, a little, like, mind-numbing, just, like, hit people hard and watch them fly yeah. off the map, I'll play as Ganondorf. Uh, if I want to just get, like, that nice... Like that that knee of justice. I'll play as uh, Captain Falcon just to get that yeah. nice connection. I still curb it up. Uh, I hate Kirby. Kirby. My the people I hate playing against the most are Kirby, uh, and Jigglypuff. Probably two of the worst I hate to play against because they'll just I like, like my float Kirby's. I've around. been playing Kirby since like the originals. That's why. Yeah, no, my that's dude. understandable. I remember, you were always Kirby. Um, but then sometimes some Donkey Kong characters just rub me the wrong way. When they have some Donkey Kong players. Okay, yeah. But like slapping the ground. Yeah. What well you know what it is? He, they have so much armor. Yeah. It's like I can literally just I can do a forward throw, smash and they'll just throw the Montana characters. Yeah. And and D to D. They have King K Cruel. Yeah. K Rule. Oh man. Fucking uh, sucking cuck. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and it and the thing is like his up B, he's just like invulnerable. Like you can't like you can't fucking kill him when he's flying back yeah. up. Bitch. <laughs> but anyway, um, son of a bitch! I swear to God, <laughs> fucking kill. <laughs> Not really, but will. Uh, so uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, thank you, Monroe, for being our guest today. Thank you for having me. This is fantastic. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, do you ever need me for anything else? <laughs> hit me up. I'm down. We'll do. Uh, so that concludes this evening. Um, you know, thanks for subscribing and listening. Uh, like Monroe said, he is out there. He is twitching for you on Tuesdays at eight o'clock. <laughs> All right. So again, it's Monroebot on Twitch. M U N R O B zero T, and he's also his Twitter and Instagram handle are the same. Uh, so you can go out there and you can find Monroebot. Yeah, come find me. Come say hi. Yeah, he's friendly. Have a drink. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's go. Uh and uh as always, you know us, Nerdy and Thirty. You got us nerdy30podcast.com. Check us out. Uh you can get us like well, you're listening to us right now. I don't need to say any of this shit. Uh but give us money. Uh <laughs> fucking do it. Yeah, money's good. Don't be a bitch, just do it. Yeah, the more ads you listen to, the more pennies we get. We're almost at three dollars. Just just fucking do it. Yeah. Uh, until next time, take care. Until then, au revoir. <laughs> Toodles, poodles. <laughs>